As always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by Ross now, uh, a listener, uh, Wildcat uh, Wildcat Authority guy. Ross, uh, tell the people out there a little bit about yourself before we get started. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm a diehard Wildcat fan. I grew up uh, in Arizona going to uh, Arizona football games, Arizona basketball games. Uh, my, my dad had season tickets to both of them, so... Much of my childhood memories are going to McHale and going to Arizona Stadium and watching the Cats. So, you know, some of my favorite memories were, uh, you know, obviously the 97 championship when basketball, but I have so many basketball memories. I live and die by, you know, the uh, everything the Wildcats are doing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit about me. I've actually uh, moved to the East Coast, so I no longer live in Tucson, but uh, I stay up late nights watching the uh, Cats play because, you know, usually – on the East Coast, they're starting about 10 or 11 o'clock tip-offs or kickoffs, and so uh, I'm, uh, I'm late nights watching the Cats. Uh, absolutely. All right, so let's talk now a little bit about uh, Arizona BYU. Now, uh, yeah. uh, we talked a little bit about some hot takes, so uh, I got a couple. Why don't you go first, Ross? You got the floor. Well, sure. You know, when I uh, pitched this idea to you, I figured we could go over some of the uh, Vegas lines and see uh, – see if our hot takes were the same or if they're different. And then I figured we could uh, see who wins at the end of the season, some of these hot takes. So, you know, one of the ones I wanted to start with was the over under on wins. You know, Vegas has us at 2.5 or two and a half wins. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, you know, you know, a lot of the chatter on uh, Wildcat authority is a lot of people are feeling like they're feeling optimistic about that, but I think that number is just about right. I think that uh, we're going to hopefully get three wins. I'm going to go with the over, but I'm going to go with barely. I don't know how hot of a take that is, but I think we're, we're going to eke out three wins this year and just barely get the over on that one. Yeah, so let's go through this a little bit here. We got Arizona BYU in the first game. Now, are you going to go with yep. the – are you going with the uh, – I will. I assume if you've got three wins, you're probably going with the Cougars yeah. on this one. I'm going with the Cougars, yeah. I think, honestly, it's just their age, their maturity. You know, we've talked about – um, on Wildcat Authority, just I've seen a lot of chatter about you know their age. They, they I think their average age is like 23 years old for their starters or something like that. It's pretty crazy. So I just think with that maturity and that age um, difference that we're going to face, that I think over the course of the game, we're just going to get worn down. I think we're I think our defense is going to be amazing. I think it's going to be fine all over the place. I think Don Brown has done an awesome job from everything I've been reading and seeing. You know I think he's going to bring a real energy to the team, but I do think that over time the Cougars are just going to wear us down. I think we lose um, that game, unfortunately. I think Arizona keeps the game close for a while, but I think you're exactly right. Then at some point you're going to have an issue where Arizona just is too physical, or excuse me, where BYU is just too physical, and you know what? You can have the heart of a lion, but it doesn't really matter at that point. Yeah, I mean, at some point in time, you know, talent wins and, you know, physical strength and that kind of stuff. Although we're getting stronger and bigger, I just think Cougars have it right now. So All I'm, right. Just hoping that it's, I'm just hoping it's not uh, – there's not some huge, you know, catastrophic play like a pick six or a, you know, scoop and score type of idea where we lose the game, something on a heartbreak play like that. I hope we play fundamentally sound. And, and unfortunately, I think we'll lose, but I hope we, we show out good. All right, so let's talk about it. I actually love the three wins – in the uh, the over two and a half, and here's why. Mm-hmm. I look at uh, I look at this schedule, and I believe yeah. that Arizona, I believe, is going to probably get smacked by BYU. But yeah, not to worry. I think they beat NAU, and at the same time, 
I think that they got a pretty decent chance against San Diego State. Now, I don't realize it's yeah. bad because we're talking about, you know, a decent chance against San Diego State. But, you know, <laughs> you know this is still a team, though. San Diego State's losing over 70% of their production. So, yeah. I look at it. What do you, what's your opinion on that game? What do you look at from right there? Yeah, the San Diego State game, as I was looking it over, one of the things I was reading is that their defense is really stout. So, offensively, they're not going to blow anybody away this year. But their defense may be one of the best we face, obviously outside of Utah or, you know, the big boys in the Pac-12. But I think San Diego State, I think, is going to surprise people. That, to me, is going to be um, the key. If we can establish the run, if we can get some kind of push up front, then I think that we'll be able to win that game. That's a dicey game because if our offense sputters, I think that could be a 13-10 to 10 type of game where either team, you know, could win that game. Yeah, and so I look at that, and let's just say that that's a 50-50 game right there. And then now yeah. we now we look at it, and you go down you go down the roster here a little bit, or excuse me, you go down the list. Arizona, Oregon, I give them next to no chance against Oregon. <laughs> um, yeah. Kind of the same with UCLA. Colorado to me is interesting. Colorado to me is a team where you look at it, and you know they overperformed last year. But did did you really look at Colorado? Do you really look at Colorado and say that's a game that the Cats can't win? No, no. I mean, I obviously think I think that's definitely one of the games in my book that we win. I just think that overall, I, I feel like in years past, it's been a it's always a weird game when we play Colorado. But I definitely think that if we're like, as we're being coached more and more, being fundamentally sound, that that's one of those games. I think we can really surprise them that we're going to really get on top of them, you know, get at, get after them, basically, and our physicality winning out that game. So I actually give us a good shot of winning that game. So you're looking at it right now, and let's just say that, you know, let's just say roughly one, two of the two of the toss-up games, 1-1. One, one. Arizona-Washington, yeah. that's an awful matchup for Arizona. USC's not yeah. great. California oh. is winnable, I think. Washington State's an interesting one for yeah. me. Yeah, Washington State, out of those last four games, obviously Utah, I don't think we're going to win. But our last four games are Cal, Utah, Washington State, and Arizona State. This, to me, is where we could exceed the three-win total that I have in mind because I think Cal is a winnable game, Washington State's a winnable game, and then, of course, you know, with Arizona State, the Scum Devils, you know, we, I think that that kind of rivalry game outside of last year, which we won't talk about. Right. Um, it is um, always a game that at any given time, you know, either team can win. One team's up, one team's down. It doesn't really matter. That's a winnable game. So I think there's opportunities for us to win more than three. I just don't see us guaranteed to win more than three. I think three is right where we're at. It's just, you you know, it's a pick them. You think we beat California? Sure. You think we beat Washington State? Sure. You know, it's just one of those things where if if really all the stars align and we get it together, we may win four or five games. Um, I don't think we get to six. I think that's really pie in the sky type of stuff, but I think three is realistic. Five would be amazing. All right. The one thing that I can tell you about Ross is that Ross is obviously a smart guy. He's at Wildcat Authority. He likes hot takes. And the one thing that I can tell you about Ross is that Ross probably has consumed a built bar at some point. And if not, he <laughs> certainly does a great job of faking it because this is the kind of guy that looks like he has a built bar in him at all points. Am I kidding with you, Ross? You're not at all. No, not kidding at all. So we're going to take a quick little break and then come back with us, and we're going to get to some real hot takes right here because I got a couple. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats.
Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by Ross. We, uh, who, this is uh, it's a very smooth first segment, so maybe make this kind of a regular part of the uh, part of the game. All right, now let's talk about let's talk about uh, some of the hot takes going forth for this season. You go first, and then I'll bounce one right back off you. All right, sounds good. Well, I think, uh, you know, one of the hot takes I've got is I think one of the stats I'm really interested in is our defensive stats. So I've got two that I really think I'm looking forward to is who's going to lead the team in interceptions and who's going to lead the team in sacks. And, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's a couple of candidates right out of the – or candidates right out of the gate that people are going to think of. Obviously, you know, on the defensive end, we have Jalen Harris, and he's come in and made some really big noise in the in camp. Uh, Don Brown talks highly of him, and I think definitely he's going to be up there. But, you know, one of the guys that has really made a lot of noise recently is Mo Diallo. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to see what he's going to bring because I think that people are going to be focused on Jalen Harris uh, coming on the edge, coming on the outside. And I think Mo's going to get a bunch of opportunity to get one-on-one matchups, come under the radar a little bit, and lead the team in sacks this year. So that's going to be my pick for that one. And then in terms of – interceptions obviously you know christian young playing the viper he's going to have opportunity uh crw christian roland wallace he's going to have a lot of opportunity but i'm hoping for isaiah rutherford this year i think again he's gonna because crw is on the other side he's going to get a lot of balls thrown his way and i think isaiah rutherford has a great opportunity to lead this team in interceptions this year and again I, you know, I don't know how hot those takes are, but those are, to me, I'm going to go against the main guy, pick a, pick a secondary guy who I think might lead the team in those. All right. I'm good. Here's two hot takes for you. I think that Jalen yeah. Harris is going to have more than 10 sacks this season. I think he's going to be the oh, first. Okay. I think he's going to be the first cat in quite a while to have double-digit sacks. And I also think that Michael Wiley is going to go over 1,000 yards this year. I think he emerges at some point. I think he emerges at some point as the uh, uh, the total featured lead back. And yeah, I, th- I think that's what you're looking at right there. So how about that, bouncing that right back off you there, Ross? Well, yeah. I mean, so with Michael Wiley, I mean, he obviously is going to get the opportunities. The, the worry I have with that hot take is just because – Drake Anderson mm-hmm, right. has shown a lot of stuff. And obviously, Stevie Rocker, I think both of them are going to either, you know, vulture some touchdowns or break off some runs where they're taking the opportunities away from Wiley. But, again, it's a hot take because also there's a possibility that that happens and he has a breakout year. And we're all talking about him, you know, as a all-pack 10 player at the end of, or all-pack 12 player at the end of the year. So, I, yeah, I love your hot takes on both of those. I think Jalen Harris absolutely has the talent to do it. It'll just be, does he get double teamed every time? Because is there anybody else who can really put that pressure on the quarterback? Who's somebody offensively that you look at and say, you know, obviously you look at a guy like Stan and he's not really a, you know, he's 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 pretty well known at this point. Is there yeah, somebody offensively, exactly. especially the, the skill spot that you look at and you say, you know what, that's a, that's a guy that could really make a difference right there that people aren't talking about? Yeah, for sure. Well, I think people are talking about him a little bit. He's gotten some hype in, in camp, but it's Tavian Cunningham. I mean, with his yep. speed, um, you know, he's coming in as a transfer, but he's coming in with, you know, I mean, I don't know. He, he He's the kind of guy that reminds me of Tyreek Hill a little bit in his ability to break away from people, his breakaway speed, his shiftiness, you know. And also I think that um, I'm hoping the offense get, is going to get him involved with different ways, screen passes, you know, just different ways of getting him involved. And I think with his speed, he's going to be one of those guys that the defense has to account for. 
and I wouldn't be surprised again, maybe here's a hot take, that he leads the team in touchdowns this year just because of his breakaway speed. You know, when you think about Tyreek Hill, you, you don't think of a shorter guy like that being able to lead the team in touchdowns, but, you know, he absolutely is in the conversation every year, him and Travis Kelsey, but I think that Tavian Cunningham can do the, can be that role for the Wildcats. Uh, I, th- I think so, too. And, you know, just getting a little bit off topic here, I'm not saying that Arizona isn't really bad because they obviously are, but I also think you're going to see players play better this year, mainly because it's important to have a staff that cares, and I think for the first time they have a staff that cares. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, as much as everybody likes to harp on someone, and obviously he brought the program to where it is now, I mean, Jed Fish has really done above and beyond what I expected. I think most people expected him to do. Just his energy day in and day out, which you hear from the players in terms of their their firsthand experience of him and his authenticity, his energy, his creativity to get the players engaged, to get the media engaged, to get the fans engaged. And I think that his passion wears off on the players and it's wearing off on the fan base. I mean, you know, obviously the last game that we have in our minds is a horrible taste. You know, that's what we've lived with all offseason as fans. And so you would think a fan base would be down and out after that kind of loss. But he has completely changed that around, especially for me. I know that this year in football, I'm I'm really excited to see what's going to be the product because if nothing else, I'm excited to see Arizona football where the players care, where the coaches care, and where the product on the field is actually something that's entertaining and able to watch for four whole quarters. Yeah, and I think kind of just uh, close on this note, the other thing that I look at and I think about with this Arizona team is that, you know what, if you're in on Jed Fish right now, I think it's important to be in on Jed Fish after the BYU game, no matter what happens. Because you know what? When you just look at the talent, Arizona's probably not going to win that game. So if you're in on Jed Fish now, you should be in on Jed Fish later as well. Yeah, I don't, and, and you're right. We'll end on this, but I, I just don't see there being any reason why after one game anybody should make a final decision on Jed Fish. I think with what he's done and what the energy he's brought to the program, he deserves time. You know, he deserves time to, to bring in a couple of recruiting classes to, to make some noise and see where that takes us. And I think in a couple of years we can really make a decision on where he's at. Ross, I can't thank you enough for coming on, and why don't we make this a regular thing, buddy? This was fun. Absolutely. Sounds good. We'll uh, – We'll see how our hot takes uh, panned out. Oh, and I'll let you know. Thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah, for, you, thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats.